Welcome to the OIS Podcast, where you get candid conversations with the leaders and drivers of ophthalmic innovation. And now, here's our host, Tom Salemi. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is Tom Salemi. Thank you for joining us on the OIS Podcast. Our guest this week is Lauren Tatias of Alcon. Lauren, of course, is the Senior Vice President, the Head of Strategy, BDNL, and M&A at the company. So we were able to cover a lot of ground. He sat down with me at OIS at ASCRS, talked about uh, the Restore family of lenses, about how Alcon is looking at presbyopia, an update on Google, and we talked a bit about uh, how it's viewing opportunities in glaucoma as well with uh, with the Transcend progress. So it was a far-ranging conversation. We talked a bit about Alcon's future as well. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Before I let you go, please do go to OIS.net to register for OIS at ASRS. It's happening on August 10th. It's really shaping up to be a wonderful member of the OIS family. This is the second year, and uh, registration is going strong. So I hope you'll join us in Boston. Now let's get into this conversation with Lauren Tatias. Laurent, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure. Great to get an update from Alcon. You had some uh, some positive news in March. You got an FDA approval of a new IOL. Can you bring us up to speed on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, as you know, we we have the Restore family of lenses, multifocal lenses, sure. uh, refractive lens. And so as we continue building the options for patients uh, and providing them with um, the full range of vision, the, the new uh, 2.5 Toric uh, Restore basically allows all these patients that have also some tericity to now uh, benefit from the multifocality of, of Restore. Also, this particular lens, being a 2.5 uh, in power, uh, has active focus, which really uh, gives uh, great distance vision. And and so now we are going to have patients that are going to have not only the full range of vision, but also emphasizing that great quality of distance with the correcting of the astigmatism. So it's a great addition. Um, we have the broadest portfolio when it comes to being able to cater to all these different vision needs, whether it's near, intermediate, or, or distance. I was going to say, this is get, you, you do have a broad portfolio, but this is getting to be a very competitive space. How, how does that uh, play into your, uh, into your making sure you, you, you maintain your, your market share? Well, I think that, you know, Alcon, uh, when it comes to addressing presbyopia, uh, really is looking at uh, this in a holistic way. Um, we, we are investing and have a large portfolio in what we call the, the light splitting IOLs, right? Mm-hmm. So the multifocality. We also have trifocal panoptics, which is now outside the U.S. doing fantastically well. And hopefully in the U.S., you know, once it goes through the regulatory process here. So I think that our portfolio is quite broad in the multifocality or light splitting. Um, and then also we have, um, projects that are in the accommodating space. I think at OAS here before, we also announced our, our partnership with the, or agreement with Power Vision, right, mm-hmm. who's accommodating lens, who is going to report to, also today about their uh, their progress, and we're very exciting, also excited about also a mechanical approach to uh, to accommodation and presbyopia. Also, you know about that we've had a, a chance also at OIS to talk about our Google uh, and all their things that are more on the electronic side. Sure, and and so and, and quite frankly, we're looking at everything from uh, you know tunability uh, to. Uh, um, to also some electro uh, electronic approach to uh, so three pillars right the uh, the light splitting uh, the mechanical accommodation and then everything that has to do with uh, more advanced technology of modifying the optics to tunability or even more uh, with the electronics 
Anything to report on the Google front? It's always uh, something. So great to progress. I, I'm, I'm actually on the on their committee mm -hmm. uh, with uh, Franck Lavelier, our, our head of R and D. Uh, I'm actually going out there in about a week, so uh, hopefully I can come around and, and take t tell you. But I think we've made some really nice uh, progress um, in the in the technical uh, different uh, uh, milestones that we're trying to reach. And as we was reported here at OIS before, uh, we have two projects: one on the contact lens side, and then one on the IOL side. And I think both of those are advancing. Actually, one is leading the other because the contact lens is always the the one that's kind of easier to get to mm. because it's uh, outside the eye. Sure, but it but it benefits the IOL progress as well. Interesting. That's a great stuff, and it'd be great if you get a self driving LASIK machine or something like that. <laughs> that's That'd right. Be fantastic. How about uh, one of the deals you you companies you acquired earlier, Transcend, uh, got its FDA approval last year. Yep. Any update on, on, on that? Well, business? as you know, the FDA approval came um, quite a few months earlier than we thought, which was great because Always it was good. this validation <laughs> of the technology. And, and ever since then, we've been not only preparing the market uh, for, the, for the launch, and we have launched it, uh, and also uh, in terms of the, the reimbursement pathway. And uh, we are very happy with our progress there, and I think that we're going to be announcing uh, towards the summer, um, you know, the pricing levels and things like that. So that will be determinant also for the U.S. market, obviously. Um, but uh, clinically, and um, we're very satisfied with the results. Uh, the uh, technology seems to require a very small learning curve mm -hmm. in order to adopt. And I think doctors are finding that out. So I think we're in the, um, in the, in the launch phase, but more of a, um, um, you know, a uh, controlled launch. Um, you know, which is voluntary uh, to make sure that uh, it gets the right traction until uh, all the pieces get together, especially with the, uh, some of the reimbursement piece as well. Hi, everybody. Tom here. I just want to take a quick break to remind you once again that OIS at ASRS is happening on August 10th in Boston. And if you register now for OIS at ASRS and OIS at AAO, which is happening on November 9th in New Orleans, you can uh, benefit from our double play package. You'll uh, get access uh, registration to two conferences for the price of uh, $16.95. So you'll save yourself about 300 bucks. So please go to OIS.net to register for both OIS at ASRS and OIS at AAO. And we will see you in Boston and then in New Orleans. Now back to this conversation. Is this a... a uh a pillar that stands by itself, MIGS, or, or are you looking for products to potentially complement it? Great question. No, I think that the glaucoma and the treat glaucoma is, is a disease that's made uh, of a great unmet need, which is really the compliance. I think all the agents, pharmaceutical agents, have demonstrated great ability to reduce IOP, but the problem is that people are either not taking their eye drops or not capable of putting their eye drops effectively every day. And the glaucoma specialists know this best. Um, they don't necessarily see also the real IOP of their patients because they might be putting the drops right before they go to the to the uh, office visit. So all the MIG space and all the surgical approaches and all these new things, whether it's uh, drug delivery devices, whether it's MIGs, and all these other things are very interesting to us. And we see that across the spectrum from mild glaucoma to mild and moderate or severe glaucoma. And you know that there are different devices for those uh, categories, and we are actively looking in all those. So, no, uh, we think that uh, CyPass is a first move and uh, because we want to address holistically the management of, of glaucoma and potentially transform it, you know, a little bit like we've seen in other industries such as the uh, diabetic world where things have been really quite transformed with all these pumps and a lot of uh, mm -hmm. great devices that have uh, really made life easier for the patients 
so we want to do the same for glaucoma. And you announced last year also a, a deal with True Vision for the Ingenuity uh, 3D visualization system. Any update on that? Well, I think that we've been in a phase since we announced it of, of showing, right, and then having people uh, being able to touch it to, and also uh, commercializing it. And what we're seeing is a surprisingly, again, short learning curve. Because, you know, you're asking a doctor to go from a binocular uh, microscope uh, into an image now that he's looking on, on a screen. And we were very impressed with all the doctor's ability to, within even the first time for some of them, or very few times, get to the same levels of efficiency of their normal procedure the way they would do it with a microscope. So that was a great learning for us. And then also, obviously, the technology lends itself very well by giving that, 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 that 3D and that depth of focus uh, to be able to you know, peel the membranes and all the things that we have to do in a, in a retinal surgery. So there's been a very big welcome on that. And then, believe it or not, something that we often don't think about, the ergonomics, right? Doctors will tell you that spending a whole day, uh, you know, six hours, seven hours in the OR with their head down, and, you know, they're starting to have back problems, and those are real. And that's also true for the cataract surgeon, mm -hmm. by the way. And so giving the ability to have even a different posture in surgery it has, has become not such a trivial thing. Uh, and it's a, it's a byproduct, actually, of the ingenuity that uh, – that is quite interesting as well. Final question. Anything we can expect to hear from Elkhorn in the next coming months? Anything? Uh, so so uh, I think that the message is the same. We are, uh, we are open for business and, and welcome uh, innovation that is presented here and elsewhere uh, equally as the things that we develop internally. So we are uh, also much more open than before as well as the way that we go about it and, and, and the way that we partner in various shapes and forms. And, and very excited about a lot of new areas. So, you know, if, if uh, we have a very comprehensive view and, and our uh, level of activity at this meeting, for example, will just be a testimony to that. Excellent. Well, thanks for taking a few minutes today. Pleasure. And that is a wrap. Lawrence Atiyah, thank you for joining me at OIS at ASRS in on this podcast. It's always great to get an update on Alcon. We look forward to following Alcon's story going forward. Thank you, OIS Podcast listeners, for joining us. Do me a favor. Give us a ranking on iTunes. Let us know how we're doing. Tell your friends about the podcast. The more ears, the better. Finally, shoot me an email if you had a suggestion. Tom at healthogy.com. That's the word health, followed by the letters E-G-Y.com. I would love to hear from you. I also would love to see you in Boston, my hometown, on August 10th. So do go to OIS at ASRS. You will join us at our second annual OIS at ASRS. It's uh, shaping up to be a fantastic day. Thanks again for joining us, everyone. I will see you in Boston.